Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, my featured guest discovered that feeling not enough had been holding her back and impeding her growth for decades after shedding the limiting belief that she truly was suffocating, that was truly suffocating her. She discovered that by sharing her story, she could inspire others to make similar life transformations just like her. When she and her guest on the Penny Z show share how they overcome feelings of not enough, they help listeners realize that it's possible to change their mindset and thus free themselves of the unnecessary emotional baggage that we all carry around, including you. As a podcast host, speaker, trainer, and business leader, my guest today has trained and inspired thousands of people all over the world. You can find her at thepennyzshow.com. That's the, T-H-E, Penny, P-E-N-N-I, Z as in zebra, show.com. Please welcome my guest, Penny Z, to the show. Penny, go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Joseph, thank you so much. I, I was just actually thinking you did such an incredible job. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that, that made me sound fantastic. So You are fantastic. I, I only bring on fantastic guests. I, I absolutely agree with you. Listening to, listening to your show, you have some incredible, incredible guests on your show. So thank you very much. You're welcome. So let me help with this. Take a minute and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Well, interestingly enough, just a little tidbit, you know, when you go around and, and you're in these sales meetings in my past and things, they always ask that question. What is something about you that people don't know? And um, this one's just a little fun tidbit. I know we're getting into the broken Catholic and being vulnerable and raw, but I actually used to be a professional hula dancer growing up in Hawaii. So most people would not get that. Yep. So BC Nation right now, I am doing my impersonation of hula dancing. It's really go. bad. So <laughs> happy you can't see me dancing right now. Happy to give you lessons, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> it's another way of saying, Joseph, you need lessons. Love it. All right, cool. So <laughs> here's why I invited Penny Z onto the show. I met her um, at a uh, conference way back when. She's got a glow. She's got an aura about her. She's real. She's raw. She's vulnerable. She just shows up in life. 
unapologetic about the mess that she's gone through, right? And now she's helping others kind of go through theirs and face it. Sometimes you, not sometimes, you got to face your mess. You got to face your ugly, I believe, in order mm-hmm. to walk through the other side. And so many of us don't want to face the ugly. We act like, oh, I'm just going to leave it in the past. Well, until you face it, like you're dragging your past into your future. Penny, what do you think Absolutely. about that? Oh, I agree. You know, when I when I really recognized my I'm not enough mentality, which was probably about a year and a half, two years ago, going through um, a program, I really realized that you have to let go of your mess. You have to recognize it to be able to move forward. What got you here won't get you there, especially if you want a different there. And so one of the things that I like to say is my mess is my message. My message is my story. My story is my purpose and my purpose is my why. And my why is to try and help as many people as I can. I have a a goal of reaching a million people worldwide. uh, And I know you're a worldwide um, show. So it's exciting to really help people understand and break those chains of their I'm not enough story. We all have it, whether it's I'm not pretty enough, I'm not athletic enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not photogenic enough, whatever it is that you created from childhood really a lot of times that you may be carrying around, it's just a matter of letting that go. And once you identify what that is, and that's what I really had to go through was identify what my I'm not enough story was so that I could let it go to be able to move forward in my life. Okay, let's get right into that because I know BC Nation, Broken Catholic Nation, you wanna know, well, how do I identify my not enough story? Like Absolutely. Penny, Penny, you're sharing, hey, I I was able to identify mine and then go through the steps to overcome it. And Mm -hmm. now I'm out helping others. Well, shoot, bring it girl. Like, like let's go there for a second. So what are your top three tips or strategies to identify for my listener to identify they're not enough? Absolutely. Well, the first thing is I actually went through an exercise and what I have people do is go back by decade. So what you want to do is you want to see if you can identify what it is you're struggling with. I didn't know the wording, I'm not enough. I just knew that I was invisible. I knew that people didn't listen to me. I knew that I wanted to figure out why I, why I was invisible. That was the word I used in the beginning. And mm-hmm. so what I did is I went by decade by decade and I identified one or two events each decade. They have to be big enough that they made it impact in your memory and in your life that affected that uh, aspect that you're trying to overcome. And so every decade, I went back and I'm 51 years old, so I had a few decades to go back. I went back into my 40s, I went back into my 30s, all the way till I was six years old. And I identified a time where my brother got hurt. He and I were playing outside and my brother got hurt. And I ran into the house and my mom to tell my mom to get help. And my mom said, what did you do? Why weren't you taking care of your brother? Go to your room, I'll take care of you, mm-hmm. you know, after I, I take care of your brother. Ken. And I was like, what do you mean? What did I do? I'm trying to get help for him. And I didn't understand the process. And my mom, unfortunately, wasn't someone who really talked in general. She she was a great mom. She raised me well, but she really didn't explain or have conversations. It was so my little mind at six years old basically believed that I wasn't good enough to take care of my brother. And that's where my story started. But what I had to do from where I'm at today is go back decade by decade to recognize different events in my life 
that made me feel the same way. So that's number one. You have to identify where is your original source. Clear. Number two, the, the, the most important thing, and I'm going to make this two and three, if you don't mind, it's a program called Stop, Drop, and Roll. So it came from the firefighters, um, so I'm adopting that. But what I do is when I'm feeling something, and it could be good or bad, but usually bad, it, it, you want to kind of process the bad. When I'm feeling I'm not enough, even today, there are moments where I'm feeling I'm not enough. I need to stop. And that's the stop part of the stop, drop, and roll. You need to stop in your tracks and identify what that feeling is. Because when you identify, I'm feeling nervous, I'm feeling scared, I'm feeling vulnerable, I'm feeling hurt, then you go back into your decades and find out when did you feel that. So you want to stop in your tracks. You want to write that down, write that feeling down. You want to identify when in your past, that's the drop. I call it drop. And I also look at it as dropping to my knees and praying because Mm. I want spiritual understanding. I want guidance from God. I want to understand and know. So when I stop and be still and I pray for guidance, that helps me to see where this experience is coming from. So I stop, I identify the feeling, I drop to my knees, so to speak. You can do it spiritually, you can do it physically, um, and kind of pray on what that is and look back at what, what has affected you in your life. And then I roll away from how I used to think, how I used to handle it into a new way of thinking, into shifting my mindset. So mm. that's what I've done to identify my I'm not enough story and, and even experiences that I have today moving forward. Can I ask you a, a revealing, possible revealing question? Because it's sure. just what I do on the show. Yes, absolutely. All right. So did your stop, drop, and roll show up at all before you came on my show this morning? Like, did you have anything, any feelings of not good enough from your past that wanted to creep in this morning, like coming on this worldwide podcast right now? Sure. Absolutely. Can you, you know, tell I, us about it? Like sure. what happened? Well, so for example, getting up um, in the morning, one of the things is not feeling good enough. I've listened to, you know, your show and to your guests, and a lot of your guests are very biblical, biblical, um, and they can cite the Bible and are- Better than me, girl. Better than me. (laughs) Very knowledgeable, very educated. You know, some of them have education, uh, background education. And so feeling not good enough is like, oh my gosh, I don't know my Bible well enough, you know? Um, And so there is a little bit of that feeling, of course, not having the education, the background, um, being able to, I have my notes, I will have to say, I brought a few verses, so I was somewhat prepared. Yeah, uh, she's got some some Bible smacking ready to go. I think some of it for me was identifying that fear and then saying, yes, but you can do something about it. You can acknowledge it, number one, and you can just be vulnerable. Number two, you can be prepared. You know, we don't have to be deaf, dumb, and blind when we go into something. We can stop. We can identify the fear. We can drop and pray. I prayed this morning. I said, God, give me the words. Give me the message. Give me the, the, the tools and the techniques to be able to share with this on, on Joseph's show. Um, and then I, I did some preparation. So that may have been something I wouldn't have done in the past. I would have just been frozen would probably be the word I would say. I really like that. All right. So BC Nation... You know, Penny's bringing some good stuff here and it's stuff you grew up with, right? Stop, drop and roll. Like we all know that, but she's like tweaking it. And she's saying, hey, you can apply it to your emotional state. When you're having an emotional breakdown, like your mind's lying to you. And Penny, I say this all the time. Your mind is a liar. 
Your mm -hmm. heart speaks the truth. Yeah. And like to get that, like when your mind's saying all these lies, you're not good enough in this, you're not good enough, you're not, you're not prepared, you don't have the Bible, you don't have all this. Girl, if I let that thought like take over my day, I would not be doing this show. Like I bring on guests that are far more qualified than me at Bible verses. That's for sure. Thank goodness. That's not the test. That's not the standard. Right. Well, and you're a smart man. You know, that's, oh, that's also part of having the great show is that you bring people on to, to educate and expand your, um, you know, knowledge as well as your listeners knowledge. Yeah. I bring on people that are smarter than me in different areas that I'm not right. And that's, that's interesting because I'm a naturally curious person. And I also go back to this. A lot of the not good enough comes from um, judging our own self by the wrong standard or the wrong expectation, right? It's like, uh, what's, that, what's that metaphor of you wouldn't judge an elephant by how good he could climb a tree, right? No, because right. elephants don't climb trees. But we do that to ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, and you just give an example of how your mind was lying to you, like saying you should be like, you know, good in your Bible text and, and verses and theology and stuff, even though you've never studied like all that stuff, nor do you need to, because that's just not where God has you in your life. And it's right. like, we, we hold ourselves to the standard of comparison. And I say it all the time, right? Com uh, comparison is the thief of joy. It literally robs our joy in a moment because we can, oh, they're better than me. Oh, I'm not good enough. Right. And we, and we go right into that breakdown and thank goodness BC Nation, Penny did her stop, drop, and roll today before she came on the show. I like that you practice what you preach, girl. Like you Absolutely. literally had, you know, an emotional little thing happen there. And you're like, it's 8 a.m. I don't feel good enough. I, I like this is a worldwide audience, but yet my heart tells me I need to get my message out to the world, to one million people. Well, here's an opportunity. Yet your mind is the liar and saying, no, you're not good enough to do it. You can't get that message out there, Penny. There's people that are more qualified than you. Isn't that something, huh? What it shows is. up for you in that? Um, it's just really, you can do whatever you want. And, and for me, a lot of it is having meditation, having prayer, asking for direction. Um, you know, you talked about the comparison and, and I really feel that I call it the comparison game. That's all wrapped up into the, I'm not enough. And what I've learned in my experience is that our feelings, our experience all come from something that happened when we were in our childhood that triggered it. Nothing is good or bad. It just is. A pen is not good or bad until you start writing with it, right? And it depends on what the person is writing, which makes it good or bad. Um, our minds are not good or bad. It depends on how we perceive things. And so for me, I've created a world. I've created my life around the stop, drop, and roll. Um, but I've also created things like gratitude journal. Every night at the end of my day, I um, write down at least five things I'm grateful for because I want to bring out the positive. I want to recognize things. And it was so important for me. I, I started this. This was part of my journey and my transformation, Joseph, um, two plus years ago, is I started with simply a gratitude journal. I, you want to talk about broken. I was going through a separation, which led to a divorce. I had moved from one state to another state. Um, had gone through financial up and downs, uh, was starting a business over. 
you know, everything that you think could happen in someone's life was happening to me all at once. I had alcoholic parents, um, you name it, there was turmoil everywhere. And so when I woke up one morning, I felt like there was nothing that was left for me to get up for anymore, except for two little doggies that I had. So my world for many months was just getting out of bed to take care of my dogs. And I know that there are listeners on your show that feel that way. And one morning, about a year later, after going through just the yuck and, and being down in the mess um, and being broken, I just said, you know, enough is enough. I'd been praying. I'd been going to church. Um, I've been surrounding myself with good people. And I just started a gratitude journal. So if your listeners out there are just broken and just need to start somewhere, start with a gratitude journal. Every day, I had to write five things down on my gratitude journal that that I was grateful for, for the day. And I'll tell you, in those first days, it was a roof over my head, food in my belly, the love of my two dogs, and two other things that I could try and create from that day. And as my day went by and the weeks went by and the months went by, I started writing down more than five. I wrote down seven or I wrote down 10. There were some days I was writing 15. And then my mind started shifting. And not only did I want to identify things in my day that I wanted to write in my gratitude journal, but I also wanted to do things during the day that I was proud of to write down in my gratitude journal. Mm. And that was a completely different mind shift from a comparison game or from you know feeling not good enough. It's like, what can I do today to help someone else? What can I do today that I would be proud of, that I would be good enough to write down on my gratitude journal? And that was a big mind shift empowerment um, exercise. And I still do it to this day. Wow. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. And, and that was great vulnerability there. It yeah. reminds me of an episode I did a little while back with Kinsey Ray, who's a professional model. And um, she was cutting herself. Uh, doing self-harm and we did an episode on that and she was doing that when she was like 13 14 years old and what you just reminded me of is how she uh, was in such a bad place you know internally um, just about hating herself that the only way she got through it was calling out to God praying and thinking of what is one thing she was grateful for that day yeah. Just one thing. And she's like, Joseph, I got to tell you, sometimes it was I, like I was searching, like I couldn't find anything. And it was just like, okay, I'm here. I'm grateful that I'm here. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm grateful I have, I have pretty hair. Like that was the one thing, you know, she had. Like I'm grateful and, and not focus on all the things she didn't like about herself. And just what's that one thing? And she would just find one thing to be grateful for each day. That was the goal for the day. And yeah. that, that got her through, I should say, God got her through with just that and, and her calling out to him. And now she's out like talking to others and young kids about self-harm and how they're loved by God and how they, it will pass and all the stuff. And, and really just that, that mess became mm -hmm. her message, just like yeah. you said. Absolutely. And I, th I think it's a beautiful thing. So let me ask you this coming to present day right here, right now, if you mm -hmm. stayed in this vulnerability that we're having, you and I are connected right now. Our listener is leaning in. They're connected because you're speaking right to their hearts. If you were being 100% transparent right now, in what area of your life do you still struggle to trust God? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, 
I am struggling to trust God on my future. Um, I have just made a major change again, as I shared with you earlier. I have moved from the West Coast to the, or East Coast to the West Coast. Um, and um, part of that is for me to be able to do God's will, uh, to be able to share my message, to be on more stages and, and to just help more people. And I will have to say that it is scary. Mm. Um, I am nervous. Uh, I don't know what the future holds. I'm not sure that I made the right choice at times. But as you mentioned earlier, I think that that's my mind playing tricks on me. And interestingly enough that you talked about or asked me that question, I'm, I'm very vulnerable on where God has, what pathway he has for me right now, uh, because I can't see it. Mm. And sometimes I'm a very, I'm a very vision uh, I can see things, but I also like to see things visually, but I also like to see things um, through my mind in the future. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a planner, I guess, to say. And so for me right now, being able to see what the pathway is, I'm very nervous. And, and if I might, this is very interesting. See, I think God works in mysterious ways because one of my, you know, cheat sheet uh, Proverbs here is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So this is my vulnerability right now is being nervous, being scared to go through the door that he is opening right now because I can't necessarily see what's on the other side. And so that trust factor is, um, is vulnerable for me right now. Mm, Penny, great share there. I'm glad I asked that question. So yeah, I'm even nervous talking about it. I'll be, uh, I'll be honest with you. There, there's some butterflies going on in my stomach right now. That's a good thing. Excitement by butterflies, but yeah. Yeah, that's, butterflies. Your, that's your heart, yeah. right? That's yeah. your heart standing in, in the truth that God has given, right? Mm -hmm. But your brain wants to lie to you and say, no, something's wrong. You made the wrong choice. It's all going to fail. It's not going to work out. You're not good enough. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Absolutely. Right? Yep, and this is, this is literally what I coach people on is, is getting them through that journey. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, all right. So let me ask you this. Why do you think that 90% of people in general struggle to find their purpose? Wow. Um, struggle to I, know God's will for their life. Well, you know, part of it is obviously not having that, that spiritual conviction. Um, I will just share quickly. I struggled with, with religion growing up because I was a Lutheran going to Catholic school with a Jewish father. <laughs> that's not confusing at all try to figure that one out for 18 years of your little adult you know child adult life um so i think part of it is there's so much busyness out there and, and people are lost and i think sometimes that what we don't realize is that we can change our mind as adults based on um what we were what we were put into as a child so i was baptized lutheran but um and I went to Catholic school, which was a great Catholic school. It was, it was done not for religious purpose. It was done for educational purposes, but obviously there was, you know, religious teaching. Um, and then I had some of that Ju Judaism. So I really struggled in my 
early 20s to figure out who I was. And I really, um, I will have to say I was blessed that I had that foundation, even though it was a messy foundation, but I had that foundation. So I would say if people have that foundation, start leaning on that spiritual foundation. You know, you may have been baptized Lutheran or Catholic or Christian or Buddhist, but you don't have to stay there if it doesn't necessarily fit your belief system. But I'm saying God will fit your belief system. So ask him, pray to him where you want to be. That was huge for me in helping me where I'm at today is trying to figure out what was important in me and in my life to get me here. And, and I will say that every time I'm not grounded, every time that I'm not able to handle something in my life or when bad things happen and I'm not able to handle them well, I'm not connected with God. So for me, that is an important grounding. It is, it is my foundation. It is my rock. And when I'm going off on the wrong path, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, activity-wise, it's because I'm not following and listening to God's will. So I then have to stop in my tracks, drop and roll my knees and pray and meditate so that I can hear him talk to me. Um, sometimes I can actually hear words in my, in my head. Sometimes it's more just kind of a, you know, a message or a direction that you see, and then I can roll towards where I'm really supposed to be and recorrect at that point. Penny, I don't know I if that answered your question, but I went off on a tangent there, Joseph. That, that answered my question. And I think you're going to love my daily holy hour that I do every morning okay. on Facebook live, awesome. because it's exactly that it's getting quiet for one hour to hear the quiet whisper of God. We need less, that. We less have to talking, have that. more listening. What does God want to tell you about you, about your life, about what you're going through right now? Forget yeah. your opinion. That doesn't even matter. Like, mm -hmm. what does God want to say? And how do you know when you're in God's will and when you're in God's timing? And those are the two things your brain wants to lie to you about. So I, I think it's great. We could chat offline about this. All right. So what's the number one daily habit that helps you grow spiritually? Um, my daily habit is I wake up, well, there's two, but one is I wake up in the morning and like what you just said, my first hour of my day is my time. It's my quiet time. I am uh, blessed to have friends that, that text me spiritual quotes. Uh, I have the Bible app on my phone. So I have a daily message that comes up that I read every day. Um, and I have usually a plan. It's a, usually a short plan on the app that I will go through and read. I'll pick a subject that I'm struggling with. So really my, my one thing that I do is I give myself the hour, the first hour of the day to pray, to listen, and to meditate. Girl, and that keeps me grounded. You're, 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 I'm, I'm your fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm your fan. I'm, I'm now your fan. Oh, like, you. like anyone who does, you know, one hour uh, with God, first hour of the morning, fantastic. Um, okay. Learning this, the discipline to quiet mm -hmm. your mind and go quiet for the whole hour and make it just all about receiving rather than asking, 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 which is what we tend to do. Anyway, that like that turns into the hour of power, which sets mm -hmm. up your entire day. How do you build faith into your work or into your business? Like, I'm so curious about that because so many times we leave God outside of our business. Wow. Um, you know, that's a really good question. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've thought about that as much or practiced it. Um, to be honest with you, I guess part of my day is when something happens, I, I do just try to stop and pray. Um, 
And, and so I don't know if I consciously do this. Um, so that's a really good one for me to kind of explore a little bit more. I pray during the morning if something comes up that I'm struggling with or I can feel like I'm getting agitated or something's not going right, I try to stop and pray and say, okay, God, calm me down. Let me hear what you want me to hear. Um, I would say one of the biggest ways, and it's not about prayer, I think one of the biggest ways that I want to incorporate God, and I think it's the message of love and kindness, I guess is what I would say, Joseph, is in my business, um, in my day, in my world, is I want to help others with happiness, with love, with peace, with kindness. And so not only in what it is that I do and what it is in my message that I share with others um, through through the show and through various other ways is, is to help them with that. But I think one thing for me is giving back to the community is very important to me. So I have been praying on for many years and actually things are starting to kind of, the puzzle pieces are starting to come into play is what can I do to give back through God's message in my work and in my life through my company? Is that setting up a foundation and helping? Is that partnering with a foundation and helping? Partnering with organizations? So I guess I would have to say my, my helping others, do unto others as you would do unto yourself and, and helping others and giving back to the community and being kind and generous um, and, and tithing would be what I'm thinking about nowadays in my work. How can I do that? What does that look like? Yeah, I got it. I'm clear on that. Let me ask you this, just to take that just a little deeper. This may be okay. a little uncomfortable, but, okay. but just come with me on this. Um, do you struggle to bring God into the conversation publicly in your talks in corporate America with what you're doing? Very good question. I will be vulnerable and I will say yes. I got do it. struggle with that. Um, I hear him talking to me in my message and some of the messages I've been hearing lately is you need to incorporate that more into your daily talk. Wow. Yes. Isn't that I will say that I, I have not done that. Got it. Well, yes. you know what? Thank yeah. you for just owning that. Yeah. Like, yeah. and there's nothing wrong there, but like if God's been prompting you to do it, then you're on a, a global podcast with Joseph and Joseph just asked you the specific targeted yeah. thing. Like, Hello. Call me out. This is God speaking to you, girl. Just saying. Yeah, and I've, been, I've been resisting, which is what humans do when we don't want to do something or right. about something. So. I'm, I'm going to invite you to something after this show. All okay. right. So, Penny, how do you stay inspired and trust God through the obstacles and challenges that can make you feel defeated? Um, meditation and affirmations. Uh, and I have messages all over my house. I have messages that pop up on my cell phone uh, three times a day. Uh, I have uh, right in front of my desk, I have the message that says, Lord, help me to remember that nothing will happen today that you and I together cannot handle. I read that every day. Um, and so it's, it's really just having reminders around me um, all the time that, that I constantly am reading and thinking about consciously and subconsciously that help me get through my day. I like it. It reminds me of uh, one of my uh, good friends. I've walked into her house many times and there's yellow post-its literally all over the walls on the bookshelves all over and they're Bible verses, oh. they're just Bible verses that keep her present to God's word in her life, in her happenings. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? People could judge that, but it works for her. Yeah, That works for her. And you know, God's going to bless that. 
because she's putting herself out there. She invites people in her home. She's not running around taking down all the post-its. She's just right. like, no, this is my life. Right. And God's part of it. So I think that's awesome. All right, girl, we are listening to Penny Z. How do you say your last name? Zelenkoff. Zelenkoff, all right? But she's known as Penny Z. You can find her at thepennyzshow.com, thepennyzshow.com. I'll put the spelling in the, the show notes there for you. Just click on that link, go visit her, learn more about her. So Penny, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it, it's just for fun. Are you ready? Sure. All right, Penny, what's your favorite thing about God? His love. Mm. What's your least favorite thing? Hard to follow. <laughs> Hard to follow. Got it. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Oh, success. Okay. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? Um, not having a mentor. Yeah, I got that. What secret fear do you have about people or about yourself not liking me yeah got that what do you wish you had learned sooner about god oh to trust him <laughs> sounds simple right one yeah. of the most difficult things ever i mean look, look at you with your future right now you're like yeah. oh, god <laughs> you know i know you got this because you say you got this but uh, you know i when i coach my clients i'm like I get in their face sometimes because that's what they pay me to do. And I'm like, listen, we're both clear. You love God, but you need to get clear that you don't trust him. Yeah. Like you love him, but you don't actually trust him. Those are two completely different things. And then I coach him onto how to trust them. And then their life starts to work all of a sudden. It's really amazing. What's a new habit that you want to form? A better daily schedule. Okay, got it. And what's a bad habit that you want to break? Uh, Come on. We all got procrastination. They, you just did it in your answer. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. I had to think about that. All right. Pick three. <laughs> That's funny. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Oh, humble, energetic, and grateful. Mm, those are good ones. Pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced God in your heart. Selfish, scared, and alone. Got that. And last question. Penny, if you could come back to life after you died, Look your family and friends and your little fur babies in the eyes and give them only one piece of advice. What would you say to them? Love with all your heart. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Love with all your heart. Be kind to one another because kindness is different than being nice. Mm. Be thoughtful be caring, and help someone else out. Love it. And Penny, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? It has changed my life. If you have a relationship with God, go deeper. 
if you um, aren't in a church, get involved in, in your church choice. Um, be around people that help build you up and not tear you down, that provide solid, strong messages. Um, if you aren't involved in spirituality, at least give yourself the opportunity to explore. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't harm you. It's giving you a door that's opening for you to have the chance to say yes, to go through, to see what's on the other side, even if you're scared. Love it. Penny, where can BC Nation find out more about you? You can find more uh, about the Penny Z Show and Penny Z at, uh, as Joseph mentioned, thepennyzshow.com. We also have an email. It's Z as in zebra, team at thepennyzshow.com. So you can send us a direct email, ask us any questions. We'd obviously love for you to follow us on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, on our website. You can subscribe. We have a weekly podcast that talks about overcoming I'm Not Enough, where we share real, relevant, and relatable topics with our guests. Now, you have, a you have a coaching program as well, right? What, why would I sign up for your coaching? Like, What would I get as a client if I come to you for coaching? So the Penny Z show is a labor of love and it's talking about your personal growth. My coaching program is actually called a Penny Wise. And what that is, is I've been in real estate for well over 16 years as a lender, as an investor, as well as a rehabber. And so I actually focus on helping primarily women, but can be men, but help women with their financial choices. I give them a voice and a choice in investing in real estate and I help them coach them. And my product is helping them to understand that there are five sexy ways to invest in real estate without actually owning any property. Penny, you know you're good with wordsmithing, right? I, I Yes, I've been told that. <laughs> awesome. Well done. All right. BC Nation, go check out Penny. Check out her coaching. If you're a female entrepreneur, Go get penny smart. Go get penny wise. Learn how to handle your finances. You may have a lot of money coming in, but if it's pouring out the other end just as fast, that's a problem, right? So maybe Penny can help you. BC Nation, do you enjoy listening to my show? Like, do you love listening to this? Like, do you love hearing stories like Penny? If you do, would you go to iTunes right now and subscribe to the show? so that you could get the download every single time it comes out and not miss one of these episodes of God working in people's lives and how he wants to work in yours and your heart. And go ahead and write a five-star review and share about how the show has made a difference for you in your life. How one person's story you really connected with. And through that, God was able to access a part of your life that maybe you were holding on to and wouldn't let go. So go ahead and do that now. And Penny, thanks for being on the show. I wish you God's love, God's peace, and God's joy in your life. Thanks, Joseph. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. 
If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.